Baby. Yeah. First time I saw you, Don, I knew I was in love. Tell her, Daddy. The way you took your wheelchair up that handicap ramp. Mm, it's a mind blower. But now, baby, I miss ya. I miss ya. I miss all the times we played Marco Polo in the pool. Oh, yeah. Hide and go seek beneath the sheets. Oh, yeah. And just the smell of the oil in your wheelchair. I remember the day I saw you hobbling. Or we were wobbling. You had a problem. You didn't have any legs, just a smile, some stumps. The smell your feet. A twist of hump. No, baby, love you. That's what we'd be making. Ride your life and sit and spin till your stomach started aching. Spin you around. Upside down to hold my beer. Did you have this many pictures of Carol in here before? I guess there's like two. No, I got those pictures from Carol's dad. Well, not from his dad, her dad, but her dad had them. And then he died. Mm. And so they're mine. And it's like, well, if I'm going to put, you know, if they're going to go somewhere, I'll put them in my shop. So I have a comically large framed picture of Carol done as a painting. And then I have a picture of her from high school, I believe, which I think is funny. She, less so. But she's like, oh, no, get rid of this. And I was like, no, 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 that's mine. That's going in the shop. And it did. It did, James. I mean, if you just like, you know, never mind. That's really rude for me to say. What? No, please, please. <laughs> you can like put an image of it on Reddit and like just, you know, like just the head and just say like, hey, just go ahead and like, Photoshop this woman's, just, you know, bless you. Uh, Thank you. Onto like naked bodies or like, not even naked bodies, like spiders. Like letting it look like a spider lady. Or even well, I, spider lady. if I had Reddit photoshop her head onto naked bodies i'd be like put it on like a naked black dude <laughs> and then i'd show her that for or, or her birthday and yeah. she'd be weirded out I mean, look what i did i didn't do it i had people on reddit do it you know, like swap her face for terry cruz's face that would be interesting one. yeah or you know rick ross rick james rick james with the hair or james hetfield he's not black uh Although I was just listening uh, to uh, not actual Metallica, but like versions of Metallica songs done by like in lullaby fashion and in like, dude, I don't even know what you would call it. It's like Kama Sutra sound effect fashion. So it was like, oh, well, my, my two-year-old nephew's in the car with me, so hopefully he'll nap to this because he will hear it like, as a lullaby and I will hear it as like, I can actually hear the heavy metal going in my head and it would work because it like, he fell asleep. And then it was becoming a lullaby, become a lullaby to me. Becoming? I'm not really good at English today. I started hearing it as a lullaby, and I was like, okay, I'm going to sleep too. But I'm driving, so that's kind of a problem. So I switched it after he fell asleep, so it was good. To just regular Metallica? Just really regular Metallica, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I can't remember the last time I actively listened to Metallica. Maybe it's because, like, they've gotten old, and, like, you're like, oh, these are just millionaires that are kind of bored with what they do now. Yeah. I haven't listened to anything they've made recently. Like, I've listened to, like, Metallica, but, like, it was Metallica when they were still young and hungry. Well, I saw a picture a few years back of James Hetfield shopping with his wife in Italy, and he's, like, wearing shorts and flip-flops and, like, a Hawaiian shirt, and he's walking out of the... He's walking out of the store 
Oh no, it, there's a little handle on the underside. There's a handle on the underside. Ah! So yeah, I want the, the thing where the feet goes, where my feet go. Oh yeah, you just gotta push that around. Yeah, I did it. It's done. I don't want you to feel nervous about sitting in that stool, but we used to have two of them. Uh, I broke the other one by sitting in it. Because I like to lean a little bit sometimes when I sit, and I tore it off the base. Carol picked those out. She got them at Target, I think. Oh, how much does she pay for them? Not a lot. Okay. I won't worry too much about it. Yeah, if did you it break it... You? Did it hurt you when it fell? When it fell apart? No, it was like slow... It was a slow break, and I eventually just tore it off the base, because I was okay. like, look at this garbage! Okay, well, that's fine. If you don't mind me destroying your property, I don't mind, as long as I don't get hurt in the process. Gotcha. Hey, James. Hey, Nick. James. I don't know at what point you pressed it, because there was no... Did you just have it running when I walked in? James. Nick! Welcome to Dork! Welcome to Dork! I'm Nick Moore. I'm James Brown. And I'm Nick Moore. You're listening to Dork episode 212, I believe. Uh, James is in the shop. I'm in the shop, y'all. I'm in the shop, y'all. And this is what this is be all about, y'all. So yeah, I was able to fuck with him and uh, <laughs> ruse him, as You're it were. Rusing. I drew him into my ruse You're, and I, had him talk. It's a druse. Talk. Uh, it's a drawing ruse. Candidly. About, candidly. About... Pointless things. Mm. That's why it sounded a little off earlier, because James was looking around the shop and talking. I was. Instead of looking at the mic and talking, which is where the voice is supposed to go. We control the horizontal. We control the vertical. And it's weird uh, being back in there with James, because usually we have like a half second delay. And, you know. And then, yeah, and then I can respond to what you say. Yeah, so our, our rapid repartee is more rapider. Rapid, yes, it is rapid. Rapidish. <laughs> It has rapidity. Rapacious? That's not even close. Rapacious. It's not related isn't that, to isn't rapid. Is that when you like stab somebody with a rapier? No, that's a rapist. Oh. No, it's just towards. Would you stab somebody with a rapist? Rapierist? Rapierosity? Fencer, I think is what they call that. Fencer. Oh, he's. It's when you stab somebody and then you sell them stolen goods. Correct. Right. You sell them. You sell them. You stab them with their stolen sword. Mm. Then sell it back to them. Oh wow. That would be ironical. Huh. Is it, or he's is it f- coincidental? I don't know. He's a fencer and a fencer. It's funny, is what it is. It's a fencer. It should be funny. But not necessarily funny, haha. Funny, more like... Odd. Oh, something smells funny in here. All right. <laughs> I saw a thing again this week about Jordan Peele pushing to direct the live-action and um, the live-action Gargoyles movie. Oh, Yeah. Um, we talked briefly about that at some point. Or yeah, it keeps popping up, which uh, makes me think it's going to happen. That and Taika Waititi doing a live-action Akira. Like, it's going forward. Like, he said, okay, I'm going to do this now, and it's happening. That would be cool. Yeah, that dude gets shit done. He does. Um, and I would, I've, I've mainly just seen Keanu Reeves, like, all over the internet. Yeah. For some reason. He's, like, everywhere. I mean, not, yeah, he has just had the movie coming out. But he's he's also, this year's bacon. He's the he's yeah he's the internet's boyfriend, and he's yeah no he's 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 the current bacon or uh, Kanye twenty sixteen what was that oh yeah the or thing or was um, that the guy that uh, he was like the African warlord all the women yeah and children Africa. and made him into yeah. child soldiers and then everyone was like everybody knows we're gonna his get names. him yeah we're gonna get him so and, he blew, he was trending. We didn't. No. It didn't happen. I mean, or the, there's, no the, such, there's no such thing as bad publicity. That's the, that's the problem. Or the broom thing where they look, it's today's the equinox. You can make a broom stand up on the bristles. Remember that? That was shooting for a little while, uh, a few years back. Like six I years. I saw an image of it, and I had no idea why, and so I like put it out of my head. 
Well, they, it was like the I, whole like egg thing is like oh. Yeah, well, I think it's because they're like, look, it's it's the it's the equinox, and because of that, you can stand a broom up. And the truth is, you can stand a broom up any day. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's not more likely on that particular day. Yeah, it's just a matter of patience. Yeah, patience. Your message is patience. Yeah, patience and you know balancing skills, skilly balances. Um, James really wants to talk about BattleBots, but I can't because I haven't watched it yet. Neither of them. No, I, the second one dropped I, this morning. I haven't watched I got the second one. I was. I apparently I can watch it on the Discovery um, website, but mm-hmm. it never lets me put my credentials in. It's like your username is not real, even though like every other Cox thing I put it into, it works. But it's fine. Yeah, figure yeah. that one out. Yeah, but I mean, but I'll be able to watch it on other things today. Well, I don't know if it was a glitch, but on uh, Amazon Prime, I was able to get the whole season of BattleBots for dollar ninety nine. That sounds like a glitch because it's more than I paid for one episode last time. Yeah, because well, one episode <laughs> I mean, less than I played. One episode was like two fifty, mm-hmm. uh, and so I saw. I was like, "Wait, what?" No, and I like looked at it and I was like, "This is for the season in HD, a dollar ninety nine." Okay, and I got it. And so far, I've gotten two episodes, and I haven't been charged anything else. So, I don't know, but great. Yeah, that sounds like a plan to me. I mean, it's robot fighting time. <laughs> the box is on. The lights is on. The lights is on. My 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 words is not good now. I'm playing Borderlands 2 right now because it was the the handsome collection dropped on PlayStation 4 for the oh. uh, the PlayStation Plus thing. Yeah, you get two games uh, a month, and the one that dropped for this month was the handsome collection, which is Borderlands 2 and Borderlands the pre sequel, mm-hmm. which is Borderlands 3, but it comes before Borderlands 2, and it's oh, uh, like Indiana Jones and the. Temple of Doom. Yeah, and all the D- DLC that came with both of those games, it's a lot. Ooh. And then they dropped DLC for Borderlands 2 this week, which is to bridge the gap between Borderlands 2 and Borderlands 3, which is going to be coming out soon. So basically, it's like 300 hours of <laughs> death Daytime. and destruction. Yeah. And Borderlands is my style of shooter, where it's like, this is a joke. Yeah. Like, you can throw, here's a grenade that you throw. And when it hits, it turns into like five grenades that all bounce off in different directions. <laughs> and then when they explode, they do acid damage too. Oh. Like that kind of thing. <laughs> like here's a sniper rifle, but when you shoot it, it lights the person on fire. Like that kind of shit. That's my, I don't like, like I saw a previous for the new Call of Duty um, Modern Warfare. And it's, they like pride Super themselves realistic. on being, yeah, right? Like yeah. really realistic. Like yeah. here's this gun. And it operates just like this gun, and the ballistics are just like the real gun. And yeah, and we like sent our development team to a pr- practice, you know, target range, and they went with military people. And this is real life. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's not my that's not my bag. Yeah, no, I I like like Borderlands is full of midgets. <laughs> there are all kinds of midgets, and they come running out, and they're like, "Hey, they talk like this," <laughs> and they have huge guns. And there's one that was there's so they have these forearm gorillas. That you have to fight sometimes, named Bully Mongs. Okay. And they like throw cars at you. Uh, and there was a, I, there's a mission where you have to fight a midget and a Bully Mong that have developed a symbiotic relationship, and it's called Midge Mong. <laughs> it's like Master Blaster. Master Blaster, Master Blaster. Yeah. Who runs Bottom Town? Midge Mong. <laughs> and so you have to kill both of them. It's like if you kill the midget first, then he's just hanging on the back of the Bully Mong, dead and flopping around. They really abuse midgets in the game. Like, there's a bad guy who comes out, and he's got a shield made... It's like a shield made out of an armored door. Uh And he's got three midgets tied to the front of it. Oh. As, like, extra padding. And they're all screaming. But you have to kill them first. 
Oh. Do you get to the <laughs> hole in the shield to kill the guy? That kind yeah, of thing. That's fair enough. Yeah, and they have like little suicide midgets. Like, but their convenient size though is a problem. Right. Yeah. And they're all over the world of Borderlands. They, or Pandora is the name of the planet. Mm. But yeah, my well, highly suggest the name of the planet in Avatar. I don't know. I never saw it. I mean, yeah. hopefully they'll be re-releasing that in theaters because they're going to do like eight more of them. Apparently, they, yeah, they like logged on to do at least three. It was crazy. It's like, oh, I'm James Cameron, most you know, biggest earning movie of all time. I'm going to make three more. Those movies are going to flop. I can tell you that much right now. It's been too much time between the first one and this one. And what are you going to do? Like, I think they explored all the territory, right? It's Pocahontas with aliens. Yeah. Or uh, what was the one with the... Uh, oh, Little Big Man? Not Little Big Man. But Dancing with Wolves. That's what it was. Dances with Wolves. Yeah. The same thing. Yeah. Which is also Pocahontas with aliens. Well, except there was no aliens. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as far as we know, I don't remember seeing it, but maybe the wolf was just alien. It's a story that's, yeah, it's a story that's been run ragged, like, you know, but, I mean. To understand these people, I must become these people. Right, and it was, you know, it's a fairly good story, but oh, like. Oh, beer is good. Yeah. The, I mean, it is good. It's smooth. Smoother than I expected it to be. Um, but, you know, the people, like, I mean, it was like the 3D thing, and it was like new visually and people yeah. were like flocking to it and like it was like a really good theatrical experience experience it was really good exactly experience um but i mean how many people talk about that movie now like no how one. many people have been like oh i would love to go back to the world of that place and you know visit with those characters and that's you know no it's just like oh it was a good one-off thing like disney has invested enough into it that they turned their whole animal kingdom, kingdom. into Pandora. Yeah. Like they changed the animal tree into like the world tree or whatever it is called. But I mean, didn't they, didn't they cut that down in the movie? Yeah, they burned it down. I was going to say that, but then I was like, you haven't seen it. So maybe that's a spoiler. No, because that's what they did in Pocahontas, right? They they killed the old tree. Oh, yeah. Talked. Like it's Pocahontas with aliens. Yeah. Except that like Joseph Smith's like, no, I'm going to wear my own clothes. And, and, and John Smith. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) Who's Joseph Smith? Mormons. Same difference. <laughs> he brought a bunch of weird information. Got a bunch of people killed. That's true. true. Um, but he got a lot of wives in the, in the bargain. He did. Yeah. He did. But he never made it to Salt Lake City. Nope. That was Brigham Young. Um, but and he brought him young. <laughs> <laughs> no Christmas. Um, but yeah, John Smith. But in in uh, Avatar, it's his avatar. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a robot thing. Well, it's like a biomechanical... I don't even know if it's a mechanical thing, but it's like a thing that he puts his consciousness into. Plugs in? But, yeah, it's basically basically a robot. So it's like... It's just made out of organic material. So it's like a a Terminator. (laughs) That's one way to look at it. Except it's blue. Except it's blue. And fucks one of the natives. Fucks one of the natives with his hair. Huh. Never seen that porn. They plug their hair. They plug their hair into each other. Like I've never seen a porn where like a chick jammed her hair in some other chick. It's got to exist because it's because we're talking about it. Yeah, I just, <laughs> I just thought of it for five seconds. <clears throat> I, can yeah. just, I can picture that because like you, I've seen like you know people do the fancy like beehive things and they like make it a little bit tighter and it's like you know you can do like um, they look like ram's antlers or ram's horns I guess because mm-hmm. rams have horns not antlers. 
And if you like, just tied it in a different way so it looks like a giant penis. You could totally fuck somebody with your hair. Exactly. Yeah. No, I'm I'm not doubting it's feasible. Like I've no. seen some weird shit. I know. I'm just well. My first my first thought of that was like, oh, she's like hair is like just flowing down, and she just kind of like you know, it's like that's not impossible. But you know, I just had to think about it for just long enough for it to be logical. So you've set me on course for what I want to write my next book about. Just now. Yeah. No. <laughs> but like uh, the past week or so. Because you know how you're like really into uh, blind people porn? Like that's your favorite thing in the whole world? Okay, like, just As long as it's not duck. You're talking like about audio duck. porn. You're yeah. I'm talking about listening to porn as opposed to like watching it. Yeah, I'm but you call it blind porn. porn. Yeah, it's porn for the blind. It's not porn of blind people. I mean, how would you know? I mean, not necessarily porn. For, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Audio porn. Yes. But you're a freak. And so you're... I'm not a freak. Your perversions I'm not any more. Me- of a, well, I'm not any more of a freak than any other people. But yeah, your perversion. I don't even talk about my perversions here. I just talk about like the mild things here. Yeah, well, your your overt perversions. <laughs> okay, your perversions, perversions, um, have sent me on a whole path where, like, so I was like, all right, so we know that there's porn for the blind, and I know there's porn for the deaf, which which is just porn with the mute when you push mute. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's porn with a mute, who's like signing, doing sign language and shit. I thought we talked about this. Probably, but... It's on Pornhub. If you go on Pornhub and do type in deaf porn, it's like some sexy shit. Like... Oh, yeah. And they're like signing onto each other's bodies. Yeah. So yes. Chick, where there's one where the chick is like... She's like masturbating, but she's signing down her body. Like, she's got one hand that's busy, and the other hand is not. And she's using that one to converse, but she's like talking on her naked body. And you're like, yeah. Jesus Christ, I don't know what she's saying, but I'm in. Yeah. So, like, I've looked at that. And so I was like, well, yeah, oh my God. Where are we going now? So, no, I read an article. It was an interview with a guy who is a sex therapist for people with disabilities. Like, what he does is okay. these people who are, like, iffy about being sexually active because of one or, uh, disability or another. You know, you know, yeah. and you know, sex surrogates are a thing. People that have, you know, issues sexually, sometimes they'll use a therapist that is a, that they actually have sex with. Right. Um, and that, that helps them kind of break free. And they don't always have sex, but sometimes, you know, they do. That, and Is that, that the, there was a Laura Dern TV series that was about that or something? I'm sure she's done something like that. That sounds like something she'd do. <laughs> I first became aware of it uh, when I was 11, because uh, there was an episode of L.A. Law about it. Um, okay. But, yeah, this guy starts seeing a sex surrogate, and he falls in love with her. And then, like, when he goes to one of his appointments... The guy coming out looks just like him. He's like, oh, no. I'm a loser, and I th- thought this was special, but it's not. And, oh. But that ends his therapy. But he's also has moved on and is ready to explore himself sexually. I guess. I don't know. I was 11. Anyway. <laughs> but this guy that was being interviewed, like, that specifically works with people that have, uh, like, difficulties. So I was like, all right, Pornhub, what you got? So I went to Pornhub, and I was like, wheelchair. And I was not disappointed. No. I wouldn't guess you would be. So there are, are, there's a wide variety of pornography involving people in wheelchairs. Uh, some of them are like pretending that they're wheelchair bound as mm. like, a, like a domination like a fantasy. Or like a, yeah. Yeah. Fantasy. Where it's like, oh, you have... So there's, there's multiple power dynamics. There's one where it's like, I'm in a wheelchair and you're going to do what I tell you. So you're, you're going to help me do this, blah, blah. But it's like, I'm your master. Like, like Master Blaster. Like, yes. You, you know, uh, and then there's the other side of it. Is we're like, oh no, I'm all vulnerable. What are you going to do? And then there's somewhere it's like genuine 
paraplegics. Like there's one with this lady, like she pulls up in her wheelchair and she's got an ostomy. Uh-huh. And like, so it starts off with her like changing out her bag and like she pees through the hole in her stomach into another bag and like all this stuff. And then like, um, then she gets undressed and like does all this like sexy talk for, I guess it's for a boyfriend. I don't know. Or like somebody who's into all that because it seemed very specific. Like here's all the steps. And then there was one where it's just this chick, like she wheels up to the camera. It's in her bedroom. She wheels up to the camera and like takes her shirt off. She had a nice rack, but she's like, oh, hey. And she's like, being all sexy. This is like obviously something for a boyfriend. But then she goes to the bed, right? And to transfer herself from the wheelchair to the bed, like I've never thought about it. Like in my head, you just lift up and then you put yourself on. But the mechanics of that aren't that simple. Like there's a transfer board that she uses. It's it's a board. It looks like a cutting board with two handholds on the sides. And so she puts one side on the bed and one side under herself and then kind of scooches over and then uses it. Right? But she does it's it's the same as any video where you see a woman like go up to the camera and she's being all sexy and like talking to the viewer yeah. and like you know she slowly undresses and then she moves to the bed and like gets herself off like that kind of thing except with the fact that this chick is genuinely paraplegic and transfers herself to the bed the way she would and undresses and all that stuff but you know it's the exact same thing so I started thinking about it, and I was like you know we don't think about people with disabilities as sexy because like i yeah your eyebrows just did it but it, but, that's a, but that's a natural well, I mean, that's a natural thing like we automatically go oh what well, but we have all this talk about equality and like treat you know the the, yeah. the ada and all that like you're not supposed to you shouldn't treat someone with a disability differently just because they have a disability right like that you see a lot of people with cerebral palsy people are like oh that person's retarded well no they're not their, the signal from their brain to their body doesn't work right, but their brain is completely their fine. Yeah. yeah, and I, I'll tell you uh, from personal experience. My friend Nathan, growing up, had CP, um, so he had to get around on crutches stuff like that. People were like, oh, they would always like open doors for him, be super nice. Oh, Nathan, you're the cutest. The chicks like he would you totally use it to get chicks to like hug him and stuff like that. I'm like, oh hi, hi. but he's mentally fine, and he was an asshole. Like. But that's the first step in accepting someone with well, a disability is going, this person may be an asshole. Yeah. And then you see them as assholes. Human. Yeah. But you also have to go... Like Mr. Potter and It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you also have to go, this person probably fucks. Like, you, <laughs> the first time you meet someone with a disability, the first thing in your head is, should be, if you really believe in equality, this person probably fucks. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's your first thing. Because otherwise, <laughs> you're like... Uh, infantilizing yeah. them. Exactly. You're, you're taking ne- away their sexual sexuality, and, and that way you're taking away agency. Right. Because a normal person you look at, and like you, you have a spectrum of understanding of what their what their capabilities are, mm-hmm. or what you know. You're just like on this side they could be an asshole, on this side they're sexy, and I want to fuck them or something, or like or at least they fuck. So yeah, if you're and you're talking about if you're just defining somebody by their. <laughs> <laughs> By one aspect of them, whatever it is. Yeah. I mean, it's a factor like, oh, they're blind or they're in a wheelchair. Then it's like, okay, well, then that's, that's a narrow thing. Like, you're not, you're, you won't accept them as an asshole and you won't accept them as a sexual object or being. <laughs> <laughs> as a sex object. As a sex object. Yeah. Really, you should see all people with cerebral palsy as fleshlights in wheelchairs. But no, like, it's not like, it's not like saying, like, you immediately should, should approach every disabled person with, like, I bet they fuck. Like, but, but you should. Kind of is. But you, but, but you shouldn't like. I bet you fuck. You 
<laughs> Tell me. Are you do you oh, want to fuck? I mean, I'm not offering right now. I'm totally going right to masturbate to you yeah. later. Yeah, let me take a picture. <laughs> but no, it's like, but you know, I'm not saying you should necessarily, that's what you should do, but you shouldn't desexualize it. Yeah. Exactly. You shouldn't eliminate the, you know? the, the sexual proclivities. Like whenever you meet someone that is of the persuasion that you are sexually attracted to, or whatever that is. <laughs> this is a burpee beer. beer. This is. Uh, but whenever you, whenever <laughs> you meet someone uh, of the sexual uh, persuasion that you are attracted to, whether you're you know gay or straight or pansexual, or whatever it is, you may if not. You're, if you're pansexual, does that mean you like half goats? No, okay. it's 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 all sexual. You yeah you everybody anyway. Um, but whenever you meet somebody like that. Whatever it is. You may not be thinking, I'm going to have sex with this person, but there's a part of your head that's just like, I could have sex with this person. You know, no. you don't pursue it because, you know, you're in a relationship or whatever, you know, but there's that part of you where like, nah, I can do it, you know, and you're not, you don't like start the conversation with that, but because you can think of the person like that, it changes the dynamic of the way you speak to them. Mm. So. Yeah. Who's a possible I've, sexual partner? Yeah. True. Well, I've seen people like talk to people in wheelchairs and they're like an inch away from asking them what their favorite color is. Yeah. You know? And you're like, this man is a doctor. Like, even, <laughs> even Stephen Hawking had to put up with that shit. You can see times when people were talking to him. And they're like, hi, Mr. Hawking. How are you? And he's like, I'm a goddamn genius. <laughs> Stop talking to me like that. Like, like, it's... I will hire someone to run you down. Yeah. Apparently his life sucked. Like, he got abused as fuck. Because huh. he was in the wheelchair... But he also left his wife for his nurse. So. That's what I was going to say. That's what I know. So he also fucked, but... Yeah, sorry. I was trying to remember a story about him running over somebody's foot, but I couldn't remember if that was a real thing or just like a joke. Um, but it's fine. Everything's fine. What's the story? No, he would like accidentally run over people's... Accidentally, quote unquote, run over people's feet that he didn't like. <laughs> and he'd be like, oh, you're just messing up with the wheelchair because it's hard to navigate and stuff. He's like, oh, yes, I created, you know, the theory of everything and I can't operate a simple wheelchair. You are so correct. Oh, my apologies. <laughs> <laughs> I heard, a, um, I think it was This American Life, this guy was talking about meeting Stephen Hawking and he was on a, a bus, I think, with him. And when they were getting off the bus, he needed help with the wheelchair. And so him and, like, two of the guys and... Two of the guys that were with Stephen Hawking and his aide were helping him get the wheelchair down. And Stephen Hawking goes, would you like to join us for dinner? And the guy goes, oh, yeah, that'd be great. But he wasn't talking to him. He was talking to another guy because it took so long to type in his shit. So he like, oh. it just came out at that time. Right. And oh, Stephen Hawking had to go. <laughs> No, not you, dumb shit. <laughs> like, that's the worst, is having to give you that side eye, and you're like, oh, something good's coming. He's going he's gonna to be really welcoming and awesome. And then he's just like, fuck off. <laughs> I'm still yeah. a dickhead. I mean, I've made out with a blind girl, so, you know, it's fine. She never saw it coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's because it, it, I had problems uh, keeping it up. That's why. <laughs> Uh, I did no. have a crush on a deaf girl at summer camp, um, and I don't know if. That, and that's Wait, like, she, do you know she was deaf, or did you just keep saying "Hey, I love you," and she would ignore you? <laughs> <laughs> no, she was deaf. She had the accent. 
And I blame that on me seeing Children of a Lesser God when I was like six. Oh, with Merlin Matlin? Yeah. Merlin Matlin? Yeah, no, my parents... Marley Matlin? Is that her name? Yeah. Marley Matlin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, My parents had an extensive beta collection. And... Like a lot of little fish? No, the... the, Wait, Betamax? Yeah. Are you you fucking kidding me? Not at all. (laughs) Because... For, folks, if you don't remember, like if if you guys if you guys remember the HD DVD Blu-ray back and forth, there was a time when both were viable options, but one was going to be crowned king, and yes. that was Blu-ray. But there are a lot of people that had HD DVD and bet on it. Uh, before that, way before that, there was Beta VHS, and Beta is a smaller cassette. In a lot of ways, people said it was a superior format. Yeah, it was a higher quality, had better sound. <coughs> there it is. It was the video files. Uh, <laughs> medium of choice but vhs was more widely used and it was adopted by the porn Porn. industry and that's what killed it but my dad has always been an early adopter and so he had a betamax yeah he's like this is the better machine when art college was art college used to be a uh uh, audio video uh show place here in town oh back where it's where brouhaha is now wow that was a long time ago yeah but um like they were like, yeah, this is going to be the one. This is a better one, Doctor Moore here, because they knew he's a sucker coming in. They're <laughs> just like, yeah, he's he's going to want the newest thing, and so he sold him on. So anyway, I think they had children unless you got on Betamax, and I watched it once, and I was like, huh. Well, I guess I have a thing for deaf chicks. <laughs> Again, I'm a child. <laughs> I'm I'm young. I'm just coming into my sexuality, and so it imprinted on me, like a baby goose following the bus driver or whatever. <laughs> sure. <clears throat> Crossing guard, I think, is what I meant. <laughs> I'm like that seems like it would be problematic at some point yeah like the crossing guard going back and forth across the street and a baby duckling comes up and is or gosling yeah baby goose it imprints on him and yeah. just like starts following him back and forth across the street and somebody tapes it on their phone and puts it on Facebook and you're like ah that's cute but really it's sad because the goose has no mother yeah um, the crossing guard's not going to feed that goose that goose probably going to get hit by a car probably because it doesn't it can't read it doesn't know when the stop sign exactly is. So, are geese colorblind? No, they can probably see well. Geese? Yeah, I don't know. Um, they're probably not colorblind. I don't know, because we think of dogs as colorblind, but we don't think about birds as colorblind. Well, I mean, we talk about eagle eyes. I mean, eagles can see colors fine. I'm sure. Can they? Or are they just really good at sensing movement? I mean, they have high high resolution. What do we hear? They have really sharp vision. That's the word I was looking for. I've been living in a digital age too much. Um, yes. But I mean, I guess we don't talk about colors as with them. Well, they're not racist. They're like everybody just the same. I don't know. They'll eat white mice and brown mice. They don't care. It's just food. Yum. They don't care what color the weasel is. They just want it in their mouth. That hot, meaty weasel. Wait, are we still talking about eating? What? Huh? Where are we? Battlebots. So, (laughs) did you... (laughs) Uh, Is that another burp or was that a... No, it's just a moment. So, we went... Caroline went to Houston last weekend. You did? We did, and did you t- did you catch the cancer train and for free? No, we stayed in an Airbnb, which I'm going to do from now on because it was oh. fantastic. Like it was the bestest. Um, we paid uh, it was like a hundred bucks a night, and it was, we got a high end apartment in Montrose. Oh yeah, the Montrose area. Yeah, and it was within walking distance of a lot of awesome restaurants and a. Uh, grocery store. I say grocery store. It was a warehouse-sized liquor store called Specs, um, which 
basically had like I mean there was they had an aisle that was just sake and Ooh. Japanese whiskey like it was that big of a store where yeah. they had they had everything is awesome. But we went ostensibly to see uh, the Van Gogh exhibit at the Museum of Fine Arts, and the day before we were going to do that, we uh, I took Carol vintage shopping, and we we're in one of these vintage stores. And the lady that was kind of doing the tour for Carol, like pulling stuff for her, be like, oh, yes, here you are. This is the blah, blah, blah. I told her we were thinking about going to see Van Gogh. And she's like, oh, it's very small. It's like the size of this room. There's not a lot to it. It's kind of disappointing. And so if you've seen Van Gogh, then you like, you get it. You know, you get the texture and the, the his style and yeah. brush strokes and all that. And then you can just apply what you saw there to any of the pictures you see online and save yourself 60 bucks. <laughs> so instead, we went to the Museum of Natural History. Oh, that's always good. Yeah, I've never been there, and I've never seen dinosaurs before. You've never seen dinosaurs before? Correct. I saw, the only one I'd ever seen is Sue in, in, Chicago? in Chicago at the Field Museum. And that was amazing. I looked at that thing for like 30 minutes. So imagine my absolute delight when we walk into the paleontology wing mm. the Museum, Museum of Natural History and they had like four T-Rexes and an Allosaurus and one of those Spinosaurus things and like a T-Rex and a Stegosaurus and a Triceratops and uh, it's a T-Rex twice, I'm going to say Triceratops. But like they had, dude, all of them. They had the, the Quixacotylosaurus, the one that's like a... Like a, a big running bird or a big bird? A big yeah. Birdie. It's, a ter- it's a kind of like a pterodactyl. It's, like a tra- it's a pteranodon, yeah. but it's like huge... It's huge. How like, big are pteranodons? I, I, don't, I don't know the different... They're different sizes. <laughs> they didn't have a pterodactyl, but they had yeah. one of these things. And, dude, I mean, it was like 17 feet high. Like, if this thing appeared, you were dead. You were going... Yeah. You, would, you would die. Yeah. Thankfully, they lived a long time ago. But, like, its, <laughs> it's head with the beak was, as, was like six feet tall. Wow. Like, it was just as... Like, the beak could just stab you and then open and tear you in half. Yeah. It made me think, like, if Starship Troopers was real, we would have no chance. Like you see all these like brave starship troopers fighting the bugs, they're they're toast. There's no, it's so stupid. There's not even a chance. And that's like me looking at one extinct flying lizard or bird thing, whatever you want to, how you classify that shit. It was a dinosaur. 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 Well, there were lots of dinosaurs that I considered dinosaurs, and they were like, this isn't a dinosaur. So the, the spiny thing you were talking about, are you talking about the one that looks like a very long like alligator or big lizard and has like a big fan thing on its back? That's a dimetrodon. Yeah. But they have that. That's not what I was talking about. No, the Spinosaurus is, uh, was like the largest two-legged carnivore, and they have something that was related to that. Mm. So it's, it's bigger than a T-Rex, smaller than a Spinosaurus, and its, its head was smaller than a T-Rex's. Okay. Um, I don't know that I know what this is automatically. Yeah. I, mean, I want to say like a Cersorodon, but that's not right. Yeah. Well, I mean, my knowledge of dinosaurs is mainly, I mean, yes, I watched Jurassic Park, but like I had this book when I was young that like, and I, I uh, that I, how did you pronounce the dime? Dimetrodon. Dimetrodon. Like I, I pronounced it Dimetrodon because I was too young to like actually think about um, words when I was, you know, but I understood the letters and stuff. But yeah, the Dimetrodon or Dimetrodon or Dimetrodon. Yeah. Well, when you first walk into the museum, you go in through the gift shop because they're smart. Um, but in the back of the gift shop, right before you enter the museum proper, there is a stegosaurus. Uh-huh. One, I didn't realize how small stegosauruses were. Um, like, this, I don't think this was like a baby one, 
but like you see pictures of them like fighting a T-Rex and yeah. this son of a bitch wouldn't have had a chance. Plus, I don't think they lived in the same time they period. They didn't. The stegosauruses were a lot older or a lot came all along a lot earlier. Actually, I think it's one of those things where the time between a stegosaurus and a uh, T-Rex is longer than the time between T-Rex and man. Yeah. So, I mean, like, you know, stegosaurus, I mean, st- <laughs> T-Rexes were sitting around going like, man, 70 years, 70 million years ago, there was a bunch of stegosauruses around here, but we've never seen one now. And they're like, man, God put those fossils in the ground. <laughs> stegosaurus never existed. Yeah. T-Rex um, pastors. But they also had a Diplodocus. Oh, the water, like, the duck-billed one? No, like a brontosaurus. is like 35 feet high. Oh, sorry. That's Yeah, with a very, very, and very, like very the, long neck. Yeah, and the tail was like just as long. And that sucker, like, it's so big that you don't realize that it has exited the exhibit and then wraps back around <laughs> over the walls between the exhibits. Wow. Because it's the whole, that whole paleontology wing has got the huge ceilings. It's got to. And it's kind of broken up like cubicle walls. Yeah. Um, because you have to have the big high things for all the giant fucking dinosaurs. But I fucking loved it. It was awesome. Um, so if you've never seen dinosaurs, go... I mean, it's Houston. It's not that far, folks. Just yeah. go see it. The dinosaurs are great. Four hours from here. Yeah. Yeah. And then... Five hours from New Orleans. Then they, they have a really good Egyptology wing, uh, which is Carol's thing. They oh, yeah. Have lots of mummies and sarcophaguses. That's stuff you want to see. Yeah. I mean, um, people my age that were, lived, that were around mm-hmm. in Baton Rouge around when they were young, there was like a big exhibit in New Orleans. It was like the Tutankhamen exhibit. They had like a bunch of... We have a poster from that yeah. in our house. That's yeah. Carol's call. Because she's... Oh, yeah. Again, she likes the Egyptian. <laughs> Egyptian. Um, and then before we left, we went into the... They had a butterfly exhibit. Butterfly? Yeah. It's, well, it's like a, one of those butterfly atrium things. Oh, yeah. Where you walk through and it's just full of... Butterflies? Butterflies. Yeah. There's one of the insectarium in New Orleans. Yeah. And I don't care yeah, how, how manly you are. Butterflies are fucking cool. Yeah. When you're, you walk in a giant room and it's full of butterflies, you're just like... Oh, this is the coolest. This is so cool. They keep it really warm? Yeah. Yeah. It's warmer like, up top than the bottom. Right. And so there's different levels of butterflies. Right. But... Do they, uh, they have the pressurized doors? They don't. <laughs> so they have somebody at, at both doors. There's doors up top and doors at the bottom that have... There's big mirrors when you pass through. It's like, check yourself for stowaways. Yeah. Um, oh. And then there's one guy who's just walking around... And he's got a stick with like a, looks like a laminated sign that used to be like a uh, like a do not enter sign that somebody laminated, and it looks like he, somebody took a selfie stick and then clamped the laminated do not enter sign onto the end of the selfie stick. So he uses it to scrape the dead butterflies off the vents because you figure it's a whole room full of butterflies. Aww. There's lots of dead butterflies. Aww. They're insects, man. They die like crazy. I know. Especially when dumb shits like try to pet them. You know that you just yeah. killed it. Took the stuff off its wing that it needs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it is like, well, I got a picture of it. Because, <laughs> like, all the pictures of the butterflies, I'm like, these are cool. And then I see him scraping dead butterflies off a vent, and I'm like, that guy's busy all day. <laughs> like, that's what he does. That's his oh. business. Um, that's oh. not a Fabergé exhibit, which is really cool. Yeah, it's cool. Whatever. But uh, nobody was scraping dead Fabergé eggs off. Was of- this natural history? Natural history? Yeah. Fabergé is not natural history. Okay, so they natural. It's unnatural. They connect it to. They have a, a big. It's a uh, it's a Russian guy with a French name. It doesn't make sense. They have a wing that's just uh, gems, like raw gems. Okay, fine. So it's it's all touche uh, geology and gemology. <laughs> that's that's it's got gems. And so you have this whole wing that's just like like, and they had some like huge geodes. You know that you can yeah. like climb inside if you want. 
and like giant like uncut rubies and diamonds and stuff like that. And then they have the Fabergé wing. It's like, look what you can do with this. So I guess that's how they pull it off. Yeah. But they don't have anything like that with dinosaur bones. They don't. You can't make jewelry out of dinosaur <laughs> bones. I'm sure someone has. It's like Still rule 35. <laughs> like, like, you can't. I mean, you totally could. If, if it exists, people have made jewelry out of it. Mm. So there's probably, that being said, there's probably porn where somebody fucks somebody with jewelry made out of dinosaur bones. It's like rule oh. 34 and a half. Wow. <laughs> because the jewelry... No, the, no. The jewelry rule is the same as the porn rule. If it exists, there's jewelry of it. Okay. I mean, I'm not going to argue with that because... You could buy the tattoos spend, as well. I don't want to spend more time talking about it. <laughs> like, tattoos is another one where, like, if it exists, there's a tattoo of it. Yeah. You can think of there's it. There's probably a lousy tattoo of it, too. Oh, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Yeah, you see lots of those. Yeah. Especially ones where people are really proud of it. <laughs> like this is like three sessions, man. So you mean you, the guy had time to think about what he was doing and come back and like maybe re- and continue? It's like, yeah, hey, okay, you still want to do this? You're still, we still on this train? There ain't no getting, there ain't no getting off this train. We on? Yeah, folks, pay for your tattoos. If you're gonna, yeah. if you're gonna get a tattoo, pay good pay, money. pay money. Yeah, spend the time, do your research, trust your artist. Do you have more than two tattoos? I have three. So yes. <laughs> ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh. James just laughed and burped at the same time, and it came out his nose. Oh, God. That was so uncomfortable. <laughs> and there's still some stuck in there. Oh. Oh, fuck. I teared up automatically, too. Shit. Oh. <laughs> I could see exactly when it happened, too. <laughs> like, it all went up into your sinuses, and then you tried to not let it, and it oh. just fizzled. That is... Oh, it's been a long time since something like that happened. Rough. Why did I? Have, why did that happen to me a lot as a child? But like, I mean, not with beer, but with soda. <laughs> Never happened with beer. I don't know, man. I totally forgot what I was fucking talking about. We were talking about tattoos. Yeah, I have a tattoo from Japan, from 2001, and I have one that I got a couple of years ago that represents Jane. It's an elephant. It's an elephant, and there's a big gray hair coming out of the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> That's not part of the tattoo. It's just it's part of me that happens to match where the tattoo. You, you should know. remove it. Well, I have. <laughs> you no, know, no, I got one of those too. But I just I remove it. I don't let it get that long. That's yeah. weird. I like it though. I kind of like it. Ugh! No, dude, <laughs> it's undo. like it's carrying a, it's carrying a little branch. Undo it. Yeah. Hold on. It? I'll get you I'll get some pliers. I'm pulling now. Uh. Did you get it? Yeah. Here. Don't drop it on my bench. Here. No. No. <laughs> I don't want it. Come on, man. No. It's just a hair, man. You eat it. I don't want to eat it. It's, eat it's it. yours. I'm gonna put it on top of your. Don't put it on the mic. God damn microphone. It. <laughs> I'm gonna put it somewhere in the in the murder shop. I'm not gonna notice it. It's clear. It's here. You have any other drinks in here besides the beer? No, just beer. Okay. Why did you want? No, I was gonna put it on top of the drink, and so you'd actually like put it on your mouth before you realize it was there. No, it's a workshop. <laughs> not drink shop. Not drink shop. Uh, drink shop's inside. That's the pub. Okay. Well, that's going to grow back. Anyway, so yeah. <laughs> did your Japanese one, did you get that in Japan? I got that in Japan, yeah. Did it's, you have to do it in like a back alley? Because I, I, no. like, I, I thought they didn't like tattoos there. Well, they just think it has an association with gangsters. So if you're asking for a tattoo, people automatically assume you're a gangster. Well, they assume you're a gangster anyway because you're like a 6'5 black man. That's quite 6'5. Um, but they're not going re- re- you know, to refuse me. <laughs> yeah. Giant black man, I will do what did you say? And like if I, I told, tell the story to my grandchildren. <laughs> yes. 
Actually, I went with the uh, the blind girl that I made out with. Uh, we went to Japan together, and she got a tattoo as well. She got one of the Sakura, like, cherry blossom flower things, too. Well, how... It wasn't because... What? We were friends, and then, like, we started making out, and then we decided we didn't want to be friends. We didn't no, want to be make out. No, no, not that. Friends. What part? The blind chick getting a tattoo. Yeah, what about... Of it? cherry blossoms. Well, she was, like, it's 99% a, blind. It's a visual medium. It is. something very visual. It is very visual. Which is used in a lot of visual art. Yeah, and I verified that that's what she got. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what's beautiful? Be... Cherry blossoms. Yes. Oh, well, I trust you, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, so that, get that put on me. Yeah. For other people to see. Anyway, she can see now. She got a cornea, cornea transplant, so well, if it hadn't followed through, then I, you know, if I'd like lied to her about the tattoo, she'd know it by now. So was she happy? It was like the first thing she did was like, let me see that tattoo. <laughs> this James, a, you this, son of a bitch! This is a giant black penis. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> Come on! No, um, you, they're making a movie about the black samurai. Yeah, they are. Um, yeah, which the, is the a real, real story. There was yeah. a... There was a black dude that... I guess he came with Dutch traders. I don't remember all those stories. And I, remember he, I have I saved it on Wikipedia, but I never Yeah, but he like became a servant to a, one of the feudal lords. Yeah. And he was made a samurai. And I can only imagine some big black dude in Japan, in, you know, in feudal Japan in full samurai armor. That'd be horrifying. Yeah. Mowing his way through all these little <laughs> Japanese dudes. Like, that is a legend. So that movie's being made. I hope it's like Afro Samurai, but I don't think it's the same story. No, it's not the same story. Um, speaking of big things in Japan, I saw uh, Godzilla, uh, King of Monsters. Uh huh. Yeah, I enjoyed it. it. Didn't make a lot of money, but I enjoyed it. There is a particular sequence, and I love it when this movies, whatever their quality, all the way through, like have like a couple of minutes where you're just like forgetting like all of reality and just really in this moment. And it doesn't. The moment doesn't involve Godzilla or um, three headed guy. Gideron. Get I never remember. King Ghidorah. How. King Ghidorah. Yeah. Um, but Rodan actually. Uh huh. Where he's like, he, there's like a bunch of fighter jets, and he's like, you know, they're gonna take him on, and he's gonna take them on, and it's just like, maybe like two minutes of just beautiful cinema, just this destruction is just wonderful. It's Rodan. I know. He's like made to fly. I know. It's like Christine, the Stephen King movie, uh-huh. or book that was turned into a movie. Like there's a, it's better in the book. But this guy is like trying to outrun Christine on like a snowy road, yeah. and he he's having problems like he's sliding and stuff. Christine is just hanging on. Because Christine's a car. Yeah. Made to drive. It's sentient. She knows how to do it. Rodan is made to fly. There was a... Mo- There's a... Um, as natural as breathing. Or <laughs> flying. There was a moment in the um, the Japanese uh, Godzilla movie, Shin Godzilla, that came out a couple of years ago. I think I, I probably talked about this because I fucking loved it. I went to the Broad Theater in New Orleans and saw it. And uh-huh. there's a moment where... They're like, oh, the Americans are going to come with a couple of bombers and destroy Godzilla. And everyone's like, yeah, way to go, USA. And they try. And Godzilla has a reaction that is fucking wonderful and destructive. And just, it's like fucking ballet of cinema. The way he destroys not only the attackers, but like half of Tokyo in the space of a couple of minutes. Just, there's fire, there's lasers, there's explosions, there's blood, there's, oh... It is it is a symphony of destruction. <laughs> oh, symphony uh, of Godzilla. Dirt, dirt, Yeah, that's about if you're if you ever get the the digital version of it, it's an hour and two minutes into the movie. It is it is wonderful, Shin Godzilla. <laughs> yes, and I mean Godzilla King of Monsters. It's not going to be remembered as one of the greatest movies of all time, but I urge you to like see it. 
in the theaters or on video whenever it comes out. Just and just you enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I that's I all that matters. Truly enjoyed it. Yeah. Oh shit! Oh, yeah. that was such a that was such a wonderful thing, and it's, it was good because I was expecting not to be able to go because my you know I'm, we've been taking care of my nephew for the last six months, and we're going to be taking care of him probably for the next eighteen years. Um, and but isn't like, it funny it, how that happens? Yeah, like. Um, Sunny Weathers, long-time listener, no-time caller. Sometime guest. Um, Sunny Weathers. Like, he, he, as long as I've known him, he's always been like, no, nah, I'm never getting married. I don't want kids, blah, blah, blah. Now, married two kids. <laughs> like, and and like his, his wife is a badass word with friends, and I'm assuming Scrabble player as well. But, like, he's also, like, really stepped up with the whole stepdad thing. Like, he goes to all, like, the games and the dance meets mm-hmm. and all that shit and, like, really pushes it. And like it wasn't like you like you told me you know ten years ago that this is what Sonny's gonna become no no but he like totally stepped up he's like it's like ah oh, yeah you know he's like wearing the shirts with the team logo on it like, <laughs> thumbs up and getting all psyched and like cheered from the stands like he's in it yeah he's, he's in it 100%. in it to win it, in it to um win. so b- speaking of stupid movies that you really love Bill and Ted three has cast their daughters. I don't know if you saw the pictures of, of the who they cast as Bill and Ted's daughters. Oh yeah, and they look like. Uh, Dude, they, 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 are. they look like they are. They like. Like, they look like them. They look like, like they if, took their DNA from them and like grew it in a specimen and like. Dude, came up with full grown daughters. It's incredible, um, so I'm very excited about that. Uh, like it, it's going to be stupid, and it better be. You know, like Bill, yeah. and, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey is not brilliant, um, but it's fun. Like, there's all sorts of stupid shit in it. It's like you know they have a band with death, and <laughs> Primus makes a cameo. You may be a rich man or a lowly street sweeper, but sooner or later you'll dance with the Reaper. William Sadler played Death in that movie. Right? Isn't that weird? Yeah, that is weird. The bad guy from Die Hard Two, and also the president from Iron Man Three. So, weirder casting. Also, Section 31 representative from Deep Space Nine. Weirder, weirder, you know, his, you know, job. Also, father of the victim in <laughs> the Green Mile, 1999. William Sadler is death? <laughs> or, um, oh, dad, come on. Oh, can't, Lawrence Fishburne as Cowboy Curtis. Oh, from Pee Wee, Pee Wee's Playhouse. Yeah, Pee Wee's Playhouse. I mean, weird. Well, okay. At that point, oh yeah, I guess William Sadler wasn't William Sadler at that point either. No, like at that point, Lawrence Fishburne wasn't Lawrence Fishburne. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like like uh, Norman Reedus has always been Norman Reedus. Right. Like the first thing most people saw him in was Boondock Boondock Saints, Saints. and he's fucking kick ass in that, and just continued to do that. Yeah. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne was Cowboy Curtis. (laughs) He was a cowboy with the Jerry curls and purple chaps, and he would come in and be like, "Hi, Pee Wee." And and then he was Morpheus later, and then he right. he did a passable Othello. Yeah, he was. I mean, he, even before that, he was in the Spike Lee movie School Days. Yeah, he was like you know, like the radical college student. Yeah, and you know, he, which is a, a far cry from Cowboy Curtis even back then. Yeah, but yeah, he was still Cowboy Curtis. That's always going to be something in his past. I was having a discussion with somebody about that, about like that, about Samuel L. Jackson's career. Like he started off, he's a Black Panther. And then he did, then he was in um, Coming to America as like a crackhead robber. Oh, yeah. And then he was in 
um, Jungle Fever is Gator. Yeah, yeah, as a crackhead, and he was really good in it, yeah. like like heartbreakingly good. Uh, and then that got him Jules in Pulp Fiction. Yeah, and so he's continued to play badasses, but he's like Metallica in that originally it was very subversive, and people were like white people were afraid of it. Yeah, and then he became mainstream, <laughs> and now he's like Nick Fury in, and he's he's reading uh, Go the Fuck to Sleep, you know, like a yeah, like and a, he's a, asking people what's in their wallet too. Yeah, like. There, he did a commercial for Siri, where he's in his house. It's just well appointed. Yeah, he's like, Siri, yeah. tell me a joke. He's like, how many cups are in a gallon? Oh yeah. shit, I knew that. You know. And he's like, ha ha ha. Like he has, he has, like you. I heard Metallica in the grocery store. Yeah. Like, I bought an ACDC CD when I was eleven, and it came with a fold-out poster of like a, one of their concerts, and they've got uh, it's a huge inflatable of Angus Young as the devil. Uh, so it's like the devil with like the oh, schoolboy yeah. cap on. Because yeah, because that was one of their album covers. He yeah, had horns. Yeah, but they had this huge, like bigger than the stage, inflatable, and I had it on my wall. And my dad was like, "Just remember that you know that that's iconography. There's a difference between real reality and like the show. Okay, so that's part of the show. I just don't want you like, like basically saying don't worship the devil. Yeah, um, and ACDC, you you can see it on Sesame Street. Like it's. Well, I mean, you see Game of Thrones on Sesame Street now, but like no shit, right? <laughs> but like, it's like why are the parodies of Game I'll be of Thrones in the in the talk? grocery store and I'll hear uh, Brandy. It says Brandy, mm. she's a, a fine girl. girl. What, what a good wife you would be. be. Like, so you hear that, and then you hear um, you shook me all night all night long, which is a song about sex. It is, <laughs> but I mean, so is Brandy, I guess. It's about this woman that has sex, and then you know. She serves drinks. Like different sailors. Yeah. So you have to you have to imagine she is like putting out. Yeah. Let's say let's say Brandy sucks a fine dick. What a good pussy you would be. But I don't know. My that's life is my love and my lady is the sea. Yes. But is I that just so want to pay a lady <laughs> to watch her pee. <clears throat> I'm not sure what that was. I don't think that's the. I don't think there's a version of that. Mm. There is. I just recorded it. Oh yeah. For all time. For all time. I don't know if all the podcasts that are on iTunes get put into the, um, the vault Library of, of Congress. Yeah. <laughs> the Vault of America. All the tweets do. <laughs> Every tweet gets put into Every the Library of Congress. Every tweet ever? Yeah. Even not ones that aren't done by the president? Yeah. Every t- those, are, those are in the presidential library, oh, yeah. which is going to be the first presidential library with a slide. Um, Whee! Just like a big pool of tweets that you can slide into. I'd say it'd be the first one with the glory hole, but we all know it's the Clinton presidential library. Whoa! Ha ha! It's true, I've been there. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, us? Are you good? Uh, I'm probably good. I gotta drive. That's fair. And see my parents. So. Mom, <laughs> <laughs> Dad, I love you! Hey, Mom! Sorry, I ran into the fence coming up in the driveway. We're about at time. If you're, That's if you cool. need to go see your families, yeah, I should see my families before I have to pick up JoJo from his uncle. Oh well, yeah. uh, in that case, I'm Nick Moore. I, in that case, I'm James Brown, and I'm Nick Moore, and you have been dorked. You have, you've been dorked. Live from the murder shop, lovingly and sweetly. Yeah, I, I rearranged things. Uh, there's a little more space now. Yeah, because I'm, I'm I think getting two hundred. We were in a similar situation. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, it was. But I, no, I moved the desks and stuff so that I had a, a wider space like a bigger workspace in the center of it because i'm getting closer and closer to buying a motorcycle 
And uh, oh, so, you need a place to park it. Yeah, I'm gonna park it in here, but also give me a place to work on it. So I need a space where you're gonna can, u- wait. You're gonna use this garage type building to work on a vehicle. Yeah, it's huh, very novel. Well, but I don't want to like it to be complete. I, like I would love to have Tony Stark's garage from the first <laughs> Iron Man. That would be the best. Yeah, <laughs> complete with the AI assistant that can like, you know. 3D build shit for you yeah. on command. Yeah, and I just like, want to go ahead and a red racing stripe too. Yeah, you know, put the, build it out of gold. Yo, you got that? We got all the raw materials somewhere in this massive building. And you got your your apron there that has uh, you when you're leather working. Well, no, that's for what I'm like doing other, like like sharpening shit. And yeah, it's like metal flakes and fiery sparks flying off of it. Yeah, that's what the leather apron's for. Or like um, blacksmithing. I have a shield. You can't say, you just say smithing, all right? You can't say that. Blacksmithing? Yeah. I'm sorry, African-American <laughs> smithing. Uh, later, James. You use colored paper, too, don't you? I do use colored paper <laughs> in the worst way. <laughs> later, James. Later. <laughs>